2: Welcome along to the podcast, uh, I don't even know what the day of the week it is, Millsy, is it a Wednesday? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell <laughs> you, that's nothing new for you, <laughs> nothing new for you, Double hitter this weekend, the All Blacks taking on the Wallabies at Eden Park and the Black Ferns taking on the Wallaroos, the second of two Laurie O'Reilly Memorial Cup test matches for the year and to get us underway on the short ball today, Millsy, our favourite fullback. My I fa-
1: oh, actually. Okay. My, hey, my, hey, my, uh, my, my, uh, my equal. Oh yeah. Here we go. <laughs> my equal. Hey. Hey. hey <laughs> here we go. It didn't take long, did it? Hey mate. I tell
2: My equal favourite fullback Salika so. Wuniata joins us out of the Black Ferns camp. Morning to you, shorty.
3: Morning. How are you?
2: We're not bad. How are you guys after Saturday night at ANZ Stadium? Another impressive victory over your Trans Tasman neighbours.
3: Yeah, look, we're pretty pretty happy with getting that one, um, but clearly, but rusty see in some areas. So this week's just about polishing off those areas um, so that we bring out a better performance um, this weekend.
2: You didn't get the ball much, shorty. I could see you out there getting a bit frustrated. Do you uh, have you have you basically told the youngsters in the team to give the ball to me and uh, give me more of a chance?
3: Yeah, it was uh, pretty frustrating for for the outside backs um, that game. But, if, you know, our forwards really dominated up front. we um, got c- close to the line. Uh, you know, a few rolling balls, and old will was pretty greedy with the ball. I didn't want to give it to anybody else to score a try.
2: I noticed that. I was just thinking about um, obviously had the privilege of, of commentating the game with Sarah Goss and uh, we enjoyed it uh, immensely. It was really tight especially through that first half but I, I thought Salika and I'd love to get your perspective that their midfield which um, two debutants involved Maguire and Fatai I thought they did a really good job just shutting down the width for you guys. Is that something you've thought about during the week? Yeah look we thought that they
3: um, you know a lot of heat in that midfield which uh, you know, stop us from getting the ball out wide, and um, that's something that we've looked at this week. And um, you know, we do have a pretty lethal backline, and we want to be able to expose it in all areas. So that's something that we've been working on uh, this week.
1: Shorty, I mean, you, you talk about preparation and things like that. Um, how was, I suppose, your time over in Australia? I mean, it's not something you guys have been used to. You usually sort of come in for three or so days, I believe, in the past, and then just sort of play. You obviously have spoken about the rustiness. What have you taken? Uh, what What are the learnings you've taken from, uh, I suppose, the pre- preparations? You know, leading into this second game.
3: I think um, you know the girls, um, after having the first test match under their belt, realised that uh, one, uh, we knew that we're going to be strong, stronger than what um, they've been in the past, and they definitely showed that um, on Saturday. But also just making sure that we're executing our our core roles properly, and if we can do that then um, generally um, the outcome will take care of itself. So, uh, I mean, overall we're happy with the win, but um, clearly we want to be a level higher leading into
2: this match. Shorty, uh, there's been a bit of talk uh, this week about the fact that you guys weren't allowed to warm up on the the pitch, which uh, was a little bit discombobulating, sitting up in the commentary box waiting for the game, wondering where everyone had disappeared to. Uh, I understand it won't be repeated this week. You're going to have uh, all the courtesies offered to you. That's going to uh, hopefully make somewhat of a difference as well, just knowing that you're actually in a test match environment.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, I guess for us, you know, we get off the bus and um, all of that preparation's already been done before we get there. So as as girls, we're pretty resilient both on and off the field. And... um, we're so focused on, you know, just wanting to, to warm up and get out
1: there and play the game that yeah, it might have been a you know a real small place to be warming up, but um, we just take what we get. that would be great. Um, sure. So where did you guys? Where did? Where, where did you? Actually, oh, she's gone. Her.
2: She's gone. That's it. Seliga so Winnie is not answering any more questions on the short ball today. We've lost her. We'll get her back. Jesus, we'll she's good it at it. Know, you, she'll, she'll adjust. You had, uh, she will adjust. She will adjust while we're waiting for Salika to get back on the short ball this morning, Millsy. I loved that game.
1: I I only caught the back end of it because I was commentating um, the Auckland um, counties Secondary game. Secondary schools won oh, all the counties game. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I caught the back end of it, and by then, um, it was actually when Fee scored her third try. So, uh, hungers. I, <laughs> she is a total hungers. <laughs> so I've seen a, a few of the replays because we had the post-meet show as well but um it's it was interesting to hear that and it's it, when I I think mean, that was the first story that came out the fact that they weren't allowed to warm up on the field and I was a little you know, I mean it's, it's quite sad you know when you think this whole thing about the, it was the first time a double header was going to sort of mm-hmm. come to fruition and all of a sudden you know you're still talking about um you know things like that and so I'm glad they're going to they're try and fix it but the game itself you know looked um it looked you know pleasing and all of deputants as well which is, um, I suppose, what uh, what Shorty was talking about—the fact that uh, there were some, um, you know, younger, um, you know, players in there, and the fact that uh, the midfield of Australia, or well, the Wallaroos, um, you know, they, they definitely stood up. Yeah, so there'll be a big battle this weekend.
2: Yeah, well, Sarah Riordan had been invalided out of training. One of their veteran midfielders, Crystal McGuire, on debut. I I thought Fatai and Maguire, their midfield were outstanding, and their two new Lucies as well. Um, you know, look, Emily Chancellor. Uh, and Georgia O'Neill who were playing six and seven respectively, throughout that second half in particular. Emily Chancellor, I know they're in the losing
1: team. Was, but Ch- Chancellor was the one that that, that, that um, set up the try, the last try? No, she she ran down. Um, yes, yeah, she did. Yeah, yes, yeah, she did. I mean, I know she ran she down angle, Renee she, um, yeah, Whitcliffe. Yeah, Are you kidding is, me? I know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Be. Yeah.
2: And you're just looking at a performance like that, and I think there is a lot of respect from the Black Ferns for the Wallaroos, and they know that having had Super W now in operation this season, mm-hmm. having that experience, having state camps where they're in camp and training, they're going to close the gap. Yeah. And there was one other player on the field that we haven't talked about, and that was Salika's opposite, Mahalia Murphy. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a weapon. Seriously, if they had been able to get more ball... And give it to her. That could have been a very different scoreline yeah. on
1: Saturday night. Isn't this what we've wanted? This is why this is so good. You know, you see the Super W and what it's done for uh, the Wallaroos, and now we're constantly seeing. Um, you know, earlier days, the Black Ferns were being dominated. No one would have even even looked at it because I know oh, it's right. a 50 50 um, well, what they point?
2: fifteen and zero against Australia. Exactly. Against Australia. Now
1: it, this this year is has has actually created. Um, you know, massive talk around. You know, it's, it's actually going to be a massive game come Sunday. It's
2: funny. I was, I was tweeting out about the uh, the fact they weren't allowed to warm up on the field. I mean, uh, I, I'm disgusted by that. Where do they actually warm up? Like, they had a the little forty by forty meter field. They they literally warmed up together. The,
0: what, teams, the, the teams warmed
2: up together on a forty, did they, by did 40 they not that, meter uh, warm up room yeah, they, underneath the stadium. The, the artificial turf warm up room. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh. Anyway. But there was, uh, there's some battler like coming at me on Twitter saying um, no one likes women's rugby, and I'm just looking and going, mate, don't get all incel up in here. I like women's rugby. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Viewer numbers, I understand, are sensational, and I can tell you on the pod today that Rugby Pass is going to be streaming the game through Asia as well, oh, wow. which is great. It's, so it's uh, even more growth for their audience, but. I spoke to the Black Ferns um, communications manager, Meredith Keys today. She said the viewer numbers were, were sensational for them. So hopefully we can have a repeat. And look, I know it's a long day to go to Eden Park and watch two games of footy, but I urge you, if you're in the yeah. vicinity, if you're thinking about going there, i tell you what, here's another idea for you, right? Because we, we love ideas on the short ball. If you really wanted to attract people there, why don't you say, come early and the first drink's on us at Eden Park. Or, something, eh? something. or your first something's on us at Eden Park, so you can come along, and we'll make sure that there's something happening for you. If you, we're going to reward you for turning up for game mm. one of this double header, mm. reward you. I, I don't need any inducement to go and watch the Black Ferns mm. play, but I'm guessing a lot of people probably do. Mm. They're sitting there thinking, yeah, well we're going to do all of our pre-match functions. We're going to meet at this bar. We're going to meet at that bar, that restaurant. No, no, no. no
1: get no, on no, down. Get on. Get 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 down there. Get on down.
2: Value for money. Hello, producer Ellis. Hi there. What's going on with you?
4: Not much. I saved. I saved some ducklings this morning, so I'm feeling pretty good.
2: <laughs> Where for later or? Uh,
4: no, they were they were crossing the road, and uh, all these cars were just kind of speeding past and trying to just like speeding through this group of ducklings. So what did you do? You so I just your ran onto the road. Route.
2: You ran onto the road.
4: I can't. It's not a super busy road. Right, but um. There were, there were a few cars, and I just kind of put my hands out like some wonder, Woman and they stopped.
1: <laughs> they actually <And> stopped. <laughs> you stopped traffic. The
4: cars stopped, and, and then, then I what? ushered the ducks off, and then I got a few like friendly waves and toots. And yeah. you're the duck.
2: You're the duck whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> you are the duck whisperer. Basically, that's great. What do you make of the black ferns on the weekend? Do you like that result?
4: Great, absolutely great. Um, it may- it does make me very frustrated. Um obviously, like you guys probably are, about the training thing. I don't want to dwell on it for too long because they've got another game this weekend, but it makes me mad that they, just talking to Salika before when she was saying that you know they, they've built up a resilience to things like that, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have to. That's, that's no. the point, right? That's, that's the whole point. They just shouldn't have to build up a resilience. The All Blacks don't have to build up a resilience to stuff like that.
2: Yeah, and it's, yes. it's the, it's the mealy mouth answers you get. Um, Madeline Chapman writing for the spinoff, asked ANZ Stadium, why? asked Rugby Australia, you know why, and they said, oh, it's policy. But in the same breath, they're saying it's the first time we've ever done it. So what, you've got a policy for the first time you've ever done something? That's an amazing bit of policy making. We've got a policy in place before we've actually had the event. You know, policy, schmolicy. It's a test match. Treat it as a test match. And it it doesn't matter whether it's a women's test match or a men's test match. It is a test match. It sucks. And you know what else I would say on that? I'm complaining about it because it infuriates me, but not one of those black ferns would have said a word about it, Mm. would have said a word about it. And, you know what, they had every right to, but they just wouldn't because that's just not how they're built together. And you can hear that from Salika's answer. Oh, well, we'll, we'll just yeah. we'll carry on and get what we're given. And it's like, no, 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 no. They, right. have,
4: they have every right to, but they shouldn't have to. No. They should never have
1: to. Well, they, they could have used it as an excuse for a slow start, you know, but they don't, they're not going to. Do you know what? And
2: here's the thing. If any men's rugby team in the world was treated like that and <laughs> didn't get the performance in the game, that would have been the first thing they would have complained about. The first thing. (laughs) Why didn't you do your KPIs? Oh, oh, we didn't didn't have proper facilities. No, we just weren't happy with the warm-up. The first thing that would have happened is the blokes would have been up in arms about that. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong, Millsy. Tell me I'm wrong. Not guys in black jerseys, mate. They never complain. Guys in black jerseys never complain. Speaking of guys in black jerseys, we'll move on from the black friends. I don't know what's happened to Shorty. She's
1: gassed us this morning. Is she working? No, she's in
2: camp. She's in camp. She's well,
1: Maybe she had to make a, an arrest, an off-duty well, arrest. Fia'o had to go and uh, give evidence yesterday, so yeah, she missed yeah.
2: training. So Fia'o had to go and give evidence in a trial, yeah. yeah, which she had worked on, and I understand that trial. And, and by the way, if you, you ever want to think about how professional <laughs> Fia'o yeah, Falmouth Silly bro. is, you ever think about the kind of work that she does for the New Zealand police and then wow. to go and score a hat-trick in a test match? Wow, Wowee! She has got multitasking on lockdown. Three police women in that team. Mm. I would hate to get in trouble around the black fence. Yeah, don't muck around there, you do you? You would be armbarred. You would be battened. I wonder if they carry a taser. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know if anyone takes a taser onto her. Oh. <laughs> you, you could. A little lockbox with the gun in it oh, out possibly. of the cop car. <laughs> Anyway, we've got to move on to the All Blacks. Millsy, um it was, uh, I'm just going to say it. The only ability the Wallabies seem to have against the All Blacks at the moment is inevitability. Oh. That was always going to happen, wasn't it? I, I did man. you did you get that feeling in the first half when they scored the try? Uh, Aaron Smith scored just before mm. the break. Did you get the feeling? Mm. Did you get that whole Crusaders familiarity yep. feeling going on?
1: Yeah, and considering all the the pressure that the uh, Wallabies put on them, and I I thought they, oh man, Pocock was was awesome, and they mm-hmm. they were right on the button. Like you know, even slowing the the ball down, they sort of released it at the right time, but it was just enough to disrupt the All Blacks. But you, you cut six points is not enough, and that's perhaps why Hooper was constantly complaining in that first. You know, well, was in there. It wasn't complaining. He was in the refs' ear because, you know, when you when you go into the break and the All Blacks have just scored, you know there's plenty more coming, and that's that's what it, that's what happened. Well, Ben Smith was riding on <laughs> Rugby Pass this week and just
2: saying Michael Hooper was in the refs' ear, Yaco Piper saying, "Hey, that's cost us a try." oh, that's cost us a try, but then you took the shot for goal. Well, that's your decision. Mm. That That's your decision then to say, well, we didn't score a try on that occasion because the All Blacks infringe, but now instead we're going to take three points. Yeah, There is not a team in the world that is going to build three points on three points on three points and beat this All Black team. Nah. You've got to score tries.
1: No, And, and that's the thing. Uh, what's the concerning bit about the, the Wallabies is the fact that the depth of the All Blacks is just massive. I mean, you look when Kefri went off. And I mean, the All Blacks were dominating in the set piece anyway at that time. But you bring someone else on and they just get demolished. Now, Israel Folau's out. Yes, I know they've got a couple of uh, young, well, I'm not too sure who they're going to going to pick at the back there. But who do you replace? The, who do you, who do you, how do you replace no, Israel you can, Folau? Well,
2: there is no replacement for Israel Folau. And that, that's the problem. You know, we take out Rico Iwani out of the All Blacks, who's not going to play this game, and you've got a replacement. Well,
1: look at Ryan Crotty.
2: That's yeah, right. You've got a replacement. You, you can take at- Ryan Crotty out. Now, whether they bring Nani Lamapi straight back into the camp and play him, that that's an option for them. Uh, whether they put Anton Leonard-Brown and Jack Goodhue in 12 and 13, mm. that's an option for them. <laughs> you take away Rico Iwani, you can move Voisaki Naholo over to his wing. You yeah. can put Ben Smith, Smith on, on the right. right. You can move Geordie Barrett yeah. to fullback. You yeah. can start Damien McKenzie. I mean, the options are limitable. They seem limitless for the All Blacks. Mm. Whereas you take a Israel Folau out and you look around that team and you think to yourself, Jack Maddox in test number two at fullback on Eden it's Park against try, the All Blacks.
1: Yeah,
2: nothing wrong, but test number two. And you will highball the shit
1: out of him. Oh no, yeah. Oh man. Man. And you'll just zap him big time and just drain him with high balls and move him around the park, but
2: You you know, the All Blacks complain a lot about the fact that their set-piece attack wasn't working. And, and, you know, we could talk about the reasons why, and we can talk about Australia's defensive system on them. And, you know, I think Australia have developed a defensive system that's a little bit better off set-piece. But that's not where the game was won and lost Mm. for me. The game is won on their transition D. Yeah. and you know, Marty Veal, who you know, former Canterbury man and Northland man who's been coaching up in New York, is watching the game. We were chatting during the during the All Blacks game and, and he used this phrase. He said, The All Blacks energy system is unbelievable. I wanted to talk to you today on the short ball about energy systems. Mm. How do the All Blacks create this system that other teams really struggle to stay with? Because I, I don't think it's changed a lot since you were playing for the All Blacks, has it, Milsey? Is
1: it something that you're focused on all the time? Oh, there is. And, and there's always that constant, I mean, whether you've lost the ball or not, I mean, they, they, they go on about it you know, um, time in, time out. As soon as you lose the ball, you've got to get into that mentality. Holy mm. crap, let's get into our system, let's get into this. But it's all right trying to get into our system and have the urgency to get in there you've also got to give voice and making sure you're you're connected vice versa when there's a turnover how excited do people get when all of a sudden you've turned over the ball you've got to get back face up get a little bit of width and then sort of have that two passes to go but not um not only be able to do that but also execute and and that's a, that that's what you're talking about that's transition going from being excited not only when you've turned the ball over to the opposition and, and getting your system right because you know they and that, that was the difference you seen when um, the Wallabies got a few turnovers. They just couldn't do anything with it because the All Blacks got, I think it's two or three seconds you've got to get in. It was always Smithy's thing, you know, get in, get in, get in. And then all of a sudden, turnover was like click plays. You know, get, get your width, go wide. And it doesn't matter what number you've got on your back. And that's that's the energy you bring. Another thing we, we always talk about at halftime, you know, and you, you see it. I don't think I'm giving away a secret here at all, but, your energy level there. When you look at half time and you look at the body language of some of the teams, you know, half time, okay, you kind of think, okay, we refocus, we walk back. With well, the All Blacks, you, 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 you might see it, I don't know if they still do it, but we sort of made sure, no matter how tired you were, you got back up, body language is everything, you, you're coming off and you're jogging off because mm. you've got plenty in the tank. Mm. And you may not have, but the perception is, to the guy that you've just run past, who's got his head down, walking about, thinking about that nice, cold bit of Gatorade he's about to have, <laughs> is that, man, this team here has just absorbed all that pressure, mm. we're up six, they've just scored before half-time, mm-hmm. and at five. this guy's jogging past me as if, wow, that that was nothing. And yeah. that's the energy and the mental game that the All Blacks bring that you don't actually see. That's what allows them to score tries
2: from turnovers. Mm. And <clears throat> there's nothing new about the All Blacks scoring tries from turnovers. That's what they do. Yeah, They punish mistakes. Ah. And, and the Wallabies seem at the moment incapable of punishing the All Blacks' mistakes. And the All Blacks make mistakes. Mm. Because of the way they play, because of the way they're structured, and because there's a there's a feeling that, you know, we're gonna add more and more complexity year on year into our game plan, there are opportunities to make those plays count. But th- this is the thing that, that intrigues me about the energy system, so to speak. It's so up. Oh, it's man. so ready. It's yeah. so the the Bowden Barrett kick through or for Dane Hale at Petty Drop. I mean, who does that? The blokes just been sitting there. Literally flat-footed on a defensive screen <laughs> as they're trying to catfish the All Blacks, and next thing you know, he's run forty meters, kicked the ball three times, and dived over the line. Mm. Now I, I watched the Australian faces, mm. and and not just Michael Checker's in the coaching box because I'm, I'm just so I'm so tired of that meme of Australian yeah. rugby, a frustrated coach in the coaches box. You know, if I was Australian rugby, the first thing I would do was say to the broadcasters, "Can you stop showing pictures mm. of Michael Checker?" Mm-hmm. Because that, that is all Australian rugby fans have known now for three years. Yeah, I know. And I, do, I just I looked at the body language. You know, There's this sense with the Australian team that, oh, my God, mm. one mistake and we're behind our own goalposts. Exactly. But you don't see the All Blacks drop their heads like that. No. You see them get back quickly yep. into formation, have a brief discussion, mm. get back to work.
1: Yeah, and that's it. I mean, I mean, there's two, I suppose – uh, contrasting sort of um, plays in in the game on the weekend and I talked about energy and things like so you look at the Brady Ritalic turnover when he turned it over and he ended up scoring from that now massively it's massively illegal by the way but anyway, yeah, it was we'll I thought that, I thought that at the time too but the energy to be able to get to width, which they went to the right hand side everyone got back to with they, they got into their own sort of facilities as um as Steve Henson would call it mm-hmm. um, and, and I, to me at that time I just thought to myself that's the perfect that, that sort of to me showed the con games we used to play. Get in your facilities, that's what he used to say. Turn over the ball, yeah, and you chuck it. But man, the energy in it. But also the trust. I mean, did you see Brody Ritalik from that play when he turned it over, yeah. all of a sudden think to himself, I've got to get all the way to the other side and clean rucks? No, he didn't because he knew someone else was going to be there. He dropped, got a bit of width, the ball came back to him. He ended up dummy passing and scoring. And then that's, that's the trust you have. But it, it was everything of that um, condition game that we we always played with, with Steve Hansen. The fact that you had to have someone, and it was it was, it was actually, we played with, so it was long ways, a shorter field, but you had to have someone in the outside channels all the time, otherwise it was a turnover ball. Everyone got with, everyone got a lot of, lots of energy. Compared to, I mean, I know they, they scored, Um, who was it that medic scored, but... The All Blacks broke. You know, you thought they would have scored from right down the other end of the field. Mm. They turned it over, but everyone also busted butt to get back. And, you know, the Aussies done well to score off that. but you've just seen the energy in both aspects of the game, both defensively and and on attack, from from what the All Blacks were bringing.
2: It's going to be an intriguing test match at Eden Park because um, I don't think there is a single rugby fan who thinks Australia's got a chance in this one. Now, that can be a really dangerous proposition, of course, when you go in um with that kind of confidence into a game. But look, you know, I, I spent three years talking Australia up in the first Blues mm. Lake Cup yeah. test of the year. And I, I don't know where to go anymore because I, to me they just they watched the Blues Lake Cup disappear last yeah. week. They watched. Yeah. And yes, I know I'm not I'm not taken away from some of the effort of the players out there and, and I never would because, you know, I tested a test, but they didn't watch because they they sat back. They watched because they had no other choice. Mm. They were spectators yeah. watching the All Blacks play footy, and you can't tell me that in the space of a week they're know. going to fix the things that need fixing. Yeah, because it's not lineouts and it's not scrums. I <laughs>
1: know so they don't help,
2: <laughs> but but there there is a general skill level and game awareness that is lacking.
1: Yeah, that's the difference. I mean, there's a lot. There's a bit of talk now about um whether Michael Check is right. I mean I I don't mind him. I don't know him, but I, what he's actually trying to bring and what he's sort of tried to do in this environment is have those guys believe they can do it. The problem that he's got is it's just there's a just a different type of skill level. And um that's the difference between the two teams. He's dead set on his ways. He's trying to bring um some confidence within the team, which there is, but the skill level of both teams is they're miles apart. <laughs> yep. Absolutely miles apart.
2: Speaking of skill level, we haven't even touched on the last couple of weeks on the Springboks, um, Argentina. The box getting a good win. The Argentinians didn't exactly, um, well, uh, they didn't sort of hold back, did they? They were they were in the mixer for periods in that game. But you know, you, I, I think too that that Springbok side oh, just looks so full
1: of hype. It is, it's a great team to watch. It's pretty unreal, isn't it? And when you think about the way they played um, against the English. And the June Internationals and now leading into this. Um, I mean, they'll know. I mean they will be they'll be brewing for uh, you know, to get into the all blacks. So I'm looking forward to it because they've got they have got a bit of, quite a bit of talent and mm. um and there's some good stuff coming out of Springbok rugby at the moment.
2: Well led to by Sia Colisi. Yeah. I mean I I think the box get the job done over the Argentinians this week again. Mm. A tougher assignment always over in Argentina, yeah. but I, I can't see them being headed, which means yeah, you're likely to have two unbeaten teams going head to head in Nelson of all places. Mount, yeah, Trafalgar yeah. Park. What a test for Trafalgar Park. Is it Trafalgar Park or is that Argentina?
1: It's Argentina. It's Argentina. It's, Welling- it's Wellington, mate. Wellington. Ah, oh, no one likes playing there. Why? Got, always I always hate it. like waking up the you know, oh, waking up in the, the day of the test <laughs> match and then opening your curtains and you looked out because there's flags outside. Into, not, into Continental into looked out there. and saw
2: a three year old blowing down Felisten Street.
1: Damn, I'm gonna get some high balls today. <laughs> <laughs> the whole week was so clear and the, oh, those high balls just set up there nicely. And damn, I look good during training, but woo, I don't know what it's gonna be like tonight.
2: Yeah, you're like a cartoon character just running interference, it, trying to figure out where it, that ball's going to land.
1: No, I pulled rank. Your
2: ball! Yeah, yours! You, you and CJ, just call CJ in. Yours, CJ mate. loved catching a ball. Yeah. A well, that's, that's why he loved him in the team. That was a man who could catch a ball in
1: any condition. <laughs> any, any. And he was. He was very good at it for, for such a short man.
2: He's not that tall, is he? No, he's not tall at all. He's only a tiny fella. He's got tiny legs. <laughs> you should tell him that. He loves hearing about how tiny his legs are. <laughs> Millsy finally on the short ball today uh, we are going to get back to Salika Winiata. I'm calling, I'm calling her back I can't believe she hung up on us frankly um, Changes, finally mate. on the short ball today though Shield Challenge this weekend Yeah. Manawatu who were inarguably the most impressive attacking team in the comp last weekend taking on Taranaki who made 191 tackles Let me repeat that. 191 tackles they made against Bay of Plenty in a losing effort last weekend.
1: Wow, wow. that is a lot of tackles. (laughs) I was actually surprised about that result. It's always a tough one going to Rotorua, but man, Bay of Plenty. I know.
2: Your Richard, boy your boy Mike Delaney. Oh man. Just the, calling the shots. The old,
1: the old boy's still got it, eh? I'm really
2: looking forward to this shield challenge. Been a long time for Manawatu. 2. Haven't had the shield since nineteen seventy eight, if I recall. And when my mighty Tunny Fars took off them. <laughs> <laughs> and then denied them and then, the, then denied the them a challenge. Which yeah. that means they've hated Northland for ever since. And Northland never had to win the shield either. That's karma. <laughs> karma, man. There was a different era, but uh, yeah, that game coming up Friday night and you'll see that all live on Rugby Pass and you'll see the Black Ferns taking on the Wallaroos on Rugby Pass as well, which is very exciting. And the test matches between the All Blacks and the Wallabies and the Springboks and the Pumas. And I think uh, I'm calling oh, her back. you got to I'm calling it back. Hello. Shorty, don't ever hang up Hello. on the short ball again. Don't ever... No, I, don't,
3: I thought you guys hung up on me. Don't
2: you ever hang up on us. Sad. I can't believe it. This is the last time ever we're talking to you on this podcast. I'm would even. i not even going to wish you good luck for the match now. All right. Oh, no, that's it. I, I thought
3: you had enough of me. No,
2: oh. I can't. The, the, your audience was there. You had them in the palm of your hand, and then what? You we adapted. Got, you got distracted. Yeah. We yeah. had to go and talk about other things. Good on you, Shorty.
3: Oh, no. All
2: right. Well, I'm looking forward no. to... I'll, I'll see you Saturday. Go I'll well. I'll see, see you
1: Saturday. Yes. All right then. Go
3: okay, out, thank get, you. Going to arrest someone,
1: <laughs> Going <and> to arrest someone.
0: <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.